This is Anne Hill with Dream Talk Radio, and this morning I am talking to Roberta Ryan, who is a Sonoma County-based business coach and helps people who have uh, a passion for their work, helps them develop a business model, and it basically helps them succeed where others might, might struggle or even fail. Um, I have asked Roberta to join me today because of a comment she made recently that uh, there's never been a more important time to have strong business skills, uh, and that the economy is somewhat like musical chairs out there. And so, Roberta, welcome to Dream Talk Radio. Thank you, Anne. It's a pleasure to be here. I really am fascinated by this idea of of having a dream and turning it into reality. I mean, we think about that sometimes in the most abstract terms, but when you talk about something that you have a passion for and that you want to create a business around, it involves a whole different set of skills. Is that right? Yes. Well, yes, Anne, it does require learning new skills that you can use in a different area. Mm-hmm. The One of the most important things for me is to reframe the way people look at business. I've got really three points that I thought about <clears throat> I'm covering with you today, and one of them is about reframing business, mm-hmm. because what I see is people are, um, they hold business as if it's some set, set of rules, and uh-huh. some people know how to do it, and some people don't. Mm-hmm. And the truth of that is, even the most successful business people are are doing best guess. Uh-huh. It is a fluid, and if we reframe it as a creative art form, it takes the um, the immobilize people are immobilized. If we yeah. t- we if we reframe it and say that it's a it's a group of practices and tools that we can learn, mm-hmm. then it can be approached in a way that's a little bit more. Fun and mm-hmm. it can and people can then learn it instead of just assuming they're not good at it. I, I'll often hear people say, "Well, business isn't something I'm good at." Yeah. Well, piano is not something I'm good at, but <laughs> if I decided to learn it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's principles and there's practices that I mm-hmm. could um, work with to learn it. Mm-hmm. And business is very similar. One of my favorite clients is a woman that when she came to me, she had come into her work because she had had some physical issues, Mm -hmm. and she had been a social worker by profession. Uh And once she, and then she found herself in business for herself, Mm -hmm. probably unexpectedly, she went through, you know, through her life. And for her, business was not something that was really okay. So to work with her in the process of reframing it, now Mm -hmm. she's enjoying herself. She's actually enjoying the process of business because it's not um, separate than you, they, she, sees right. it, she sees it as something that she's learning, right. and she's continuing. She's a, you know, you know, with many of the businesses that I work with, you know, they're coaches, consultants, uh, mm-hmm. alternative healthcare practitioners. Mm-hmm. Their businesses are very simple. So learning the skills, yeah, it's not. You don't need an MBA. You don't need complex. You just need to approach mm-hmm. it with a little bit of fun. A little bit of fun, and, and it, it seems to me, especially because you specialize in. Uh, one-person businesses or or small businesses. Small businesses. I do some partnerships. I have a little bit of nonprofit mm-hmm. work, but the thread of it is, is people that have found passion, have found yes. some, they've been called to their work. Right. Many of my clients see it as an extension of their spiritual practices, mm-hmm. and so it's a unique group of clientele. Right. So, if you're starting a small business and it's something that you say feel called to. You're going to, especially in a very small business, you're going to come right up against your own issues around money and mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. And and what I find in my spiritual direction practice is that there's this whole separation in our minds about 
uh, being spiritual or somehow having right livelihood and actually having enough. Mm -hmm. You know, there's mm -hmm. the, a sort of a poverty consciousness mm -hmm. or a, a feeling like I can't be authentic unless I'm struggling mm -hmm. or suffering mm -hmm. in some way. Do you come across that? Absolutely. Much? And I think mm -hmm. that if we are busting myths here as we're moving along, that can be the second one we really talk about. Okay. Because what I find with my client base is that they tend to be people that are higher functioning on the right side of their brain. They're hmm. creative, they're intuitive, they mm -hmm. have a lot of wisdom. And we have a culture that does not value that type of functioning as high as it does linear and mm -hmm. analytical functioning. So one of the challenges is to value our work, ourselves, yeah. our value. Um, is as big a challenge as learning business skills. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes a self-worth issue. Mm. And so it's a cultural, overcoming cultural issues is one piece of it, but if there's any part of us that has had family issues where we weren't valued for that type of mm -hmm. perspective or wisdom or way we were in the world, that also has to be worked with before somebody really increases, is successful in business in the way they want to. And yeah. money is is directly connected to our sense of worth, mm -hmm. our ability to ask for what we need, whether it's to do with money mm -hmm. or respect or being heard mm -hmm. or any of the ways that we manifest the way we ask for our, yeah. to be valued. And so does that answer? What? Yeah, and it's giving me a kind of a, a good idea about how you would describe your your clientele mm -hmm. or you know what makes them what what are the characteristics what makes them slightly different from other people it sounds like have you had experience with with just sort of i'm going to open up a shoe repair shop that kind of stuff or do you mostly focus on my what? i have worked with some more traditional businesses but not mm. as many mm -hmm. the people that are drawn to me tend to be the people that function more from the right side yeah people that function from the left side find their answer somewhere else because mm -hmm. my specialty has been I've been moving towards this work for 30 years mm -hmm. um, when I was in my late 20s I I was looking for what I was going to do in yeah. life and at that point I was really interested in alternative health care mm -hmm. um, but I was selling real estate in Southern California and I was really unhappy <laughs> and so I was trying to figure out what to do and I had this epiphany that I love business I have always seen it as interesting and challenging yeah. And that if I could help alternative healthcare practitioners be more mm -hmm. successful, then I would make the impact that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it was a long, it was longer, more difficult, more challenging than I thought because I had my own issues of self worth, sure. my own, right. which is why I understand the track. Mm -hmm. So you you understood that kind of. Uh, I understand that. So what I so my work has been to learn business, mm -hmm. take classes, mm -hmm. read books, and then interpret it for people that are more right-brained. Yeah. To, because most of what we find out there is very linear, analytical, in mm -hmm. terms of its uh, focus, in terms of business skills. Mm -hmm. And so somebody that is coming at it um, from a more creative, intuitive place doesn't understand it. So my, my work is to in, in interpret. Mm -hmm. I like to say, like, there's this lot of wonderful programs at the Small Business Development Centers all over the country. Yeah. But my client base haven't a clue what people are talking about when they mm -hmm. go in there. Mm -hmm. So the idea of creating your vision or mission or identifying your client, right. which are normal processes that happen right. in business development, 
it it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It has to be reframed. So mm -hmm. that's part of my mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. um, and what? So what? What are uh, obviously the that would be one difficulty that they need to reframe traditional business yes. development practices. Yes. So for an example, how about let's take bookkeeping. Okay. How would you reframe something that's as tedious as keeping track of your receipts and writing things down? Well, I'd start with identifying what the bookkeeping was for. Okay. Um, not every business needs a really well-developed business system. Mm -hmm. So there's, we ta I take into consideration the person's capacity mm -hmm. and their needs. If they're if they're um, in business, it's not a hobby. Mm -hmm. They're going to uh, file with the Internal Revenue. <clears throat> there's certain requirements that need to be handled. Mm -hmm. That can be done in a really really simple way. It can be done old-fashioned with shoeboxes or lines on paper mm -hmm. and added up at the end of the year. If they want to go a little further and be able to at the end of the year to be able to tell where their business came from. Some of it may have come from um, classes or different things. Then mm -hmm. they need to pay attention to it in a different way. So first has to do with what they want to achieve, and the second is their capacity. Mm -hmm. I had one client who n no more could handle an accounting software mm -hmm. than any, you know, it just wasn't something, it wasn't a, a function that he could do. Mm -hmm. So into his business plan, he needed to factor the cost of a bookkeeper, uh -huh. or he needed to decide not to have certain levels of functioning. Right. And so other people make decisions. They can do bookkeeping, but they choose to do something else and have somebody else do the work for them. Mm -hmm. But to avoid it is a bad idea. Right. You know, it's like, it's when we get immobilized and we avoid a situation that's in front of us is when we limit our success. Right. We're talking to Roberta Ryan this morning, who is a Sonoma County-based business coach who specializes in helping people uh, achieve their dreams in a very practical, very, uh, very, you know, back basically by building a business model that succeeds, mm -hmm. <laughs> that helps yes. your dreams succeed. So uh, you were talking a little bit about your your personal story and ha making the 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 quantum leap from Southern California realtor to uh, Northern California business coach. What do you find as the particular um, opportunities now in Sonoma County, you know, in terms of the economy and where people can actually find a way to really grow their business right now? We've got two questions here. I know, I wrapped it. Actually, there's probably more like three or four, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, can go, I can go anywhere. <laughs> Take whichever ones. I mean, I'll go back a little bit to my history. Yeah. Um, I was down in Southern California, and in that process of deciding what I was going to do, I looked around and realized that there were people doing what they loved, mm -hmm. making a difference, and earning a good living. So I thought, well, how hard could it be? You know, that was, you know, and at that mm -hmm. time it was termed uh, right livelihood. Sure. And so then it set, set me about my journey, my curiosity to figure out how is it done. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's how I began. And I decided to leave real estate and go back to school. I'd, um, I like school. I just mm -hmm. don't always finish really quickly. So I was, um, I'd gone in and out of different programs and decided to come up to Sonoma County I actually enrolled in a program in San Francisco where mm -hmm. I finished my undergraduate degree mm -hmm. and settled in Sonoma County. That's how I got up here, mm -hmm. and that was 31 years ago. Mm -hmm. So the second question was opportunities in Sonoma County? Yes. Um, I'm not sure quite how to respond to that because, 
it, it's a rich community, as you know, yeah. for on many levels. Um, but we're talking to people that are all over the country, possibly the mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. And success in business, one of the things that is important is to find the, well, we'll say marketing yeah. opportunities that are right for the individual. So if somebody, like myself, I've done very well being involved in different networking organizations mm -hmm. where um, somebody else ads might work well. So I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, mm -hmm. but I'm saying what's really most important is that the individual developing their business customizes it so they are enjoying mm -hmm. what they're doing, that they're, they're uh -huh. working. There's, there's a, a third point in terms of a myth that we want to... Yes. reframe right. is that it's really the most important thing in being successful in business is really to align with the work that you love, the clients that work well, the marketing tactics, tactics mm -hmm. that you enjoy. There's nothing more compelling, nothing more important to drawing the right people to you, your right clients to you, than, than you as a, a business owner being mm -hmm. um, really enjoying what you do, being in the right mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. And there's a it, it, on that point, there is a a man that developed a really excellent program called Unique Ability. Mm -hmm. It's something that I use within a marketing program that mm -hmm. I co-facilitate with another business consultant. And it, a man by the name of Dan Sullivan, he's an mm -hmm. executive coach. I think his, his organization is called Strategic Coach. And mm -hmm. he has a program called Unique Ability. He has mm -hmm. a book by the same name. Mm -hmm. Actually, somebody else wrote the book. But the book is Unique Ability, and you can find it, mm -hmm. Dan Sullivan, online. And he helps, he has an exercise where he helps people clarify where their really, their passion, their competency, mm -hmm. their skills come together. So it's like knowing that, and this isn't the only way, there's, a, there's thousands mm -hmm. of ways we can really identify, but it's, part of it is identifying, and then there's also that personal work of permission mm -hmm. to have, to be in work we really love, which brings us back to the, you know, if I do what I love, I, right. don't, I don't have money. Right. And the truth is, I've seen thousands and thousands of business. For 30 years, I've been watching businesses. Mm -hmm. And success is actually when you have permission to break that myth mm -hmm. and go with the direction that you love. Yeah. And we see it in other people. For it to have it for ourselves, there's the, in, the personal mm -hmm. work of having permission. Mm-hmm. So business like we're talking about is our growth work. There, yeah. You cannot separate the two, which is both the good news and the bad news, you know? Right. I was talking with a woman recently who everything looks perfect in her business, mm -hmm. but she hasn't stepped into it with her full self. Ah. Everything's very safe and clean and well-designed and well-written, but there she hasn't stepped in with her heart and soul mm -hmm. in a way because it isn't at the moment safe. Mm -hmm. So my interpretation of that is she's a, maybe she's afraid of being uh, of being successful or afraid of whatever that. Yeah, it's so an edge. It's an edge. So and how so do you how do you coach somebody about that? Because I, I've seen that too. Somebody it's it's all nicely laid out, but there's no there's no growth happening. It's the she's very very. Um, willing, mm -hmm. she, which is important. The motivation yes. needs to be there. Right. And so the way we're working with it is creating the safety for her to step into the edge a little bit. She, I'm having mm -hmm. her write some material mm -hmm. that is a little more personal, mm -hmm. a little more 
um, self-disclosing, right. which he's writing for me. Oh, good. So it's important to stay within the safety zone, mm-hmm. but stretch the edge a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the, what she's writing also um, will is is one of the tools I use that helps people own their value because mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. as much as what's the right marketing tool. Right. It's it's people stepping into right. the wisdom and the value and the importance of their work because there's th- the work that so many of us are doing is part of the answer and mm-hmm. we know that intuitively mm-hmm. which is why we're called to it why mm-hmm. we're you know many of us could get jobs we could do other things sure. this isn't an easy path <laughs> <laughs> and so but it's um it's what we're doing it's it's really interesting uh for me to to hear you describe how you work with people because being in um basically a dream consultant among other things you know i've always followed my own dreams and mm-hmm. actually asked very fairly specific business strategy type questions of my dreams okay well where next you know what what's the missing piece here and so i've just been doing that for about at least 10 years and what i find is that even people in traditional businesses have that sense, have that question internally. They'll come to me uh, for a, with a dream, and the dream is all about, okay, what's next? It's it's there's actually all of this um, real practical advice around coming up to that edge, about getting a little bit of that growth in terms of people's real lives, in terms of people's businesses, in dreams. So to me. Uh, I don't really see any separation between that right brain and left brain thing. I think as a right brain person, you know, many, not only do we have the dreams that are showing us, well, yeah, now you just have to set up a bookkeeping system. I mean, literally people will have a dream about that. Mm, Absolutely. But from the other end too, you know, people who've got their whole thing together and they've got their marketing and they're just, you know, their business is just running or thinking, what next? How do I bring this more into my personal field of what I want to be doing and who I want to be in my life? So um, I, I, I'm really enjoying talking to you about your, your perspective of it, which is much, which is very hands-on. I mean, having somebody, actually guiding somebody through the steps of, okay, now write something that's a little more self-disclosing, mm-hmm. but write it for me. Because mm-hmm. like, it's safe. Because we, we baby keep, steps. We keep it safe. Yes. And then yeah. each and and each stage moves along. So yeah. uh, what you're what you're talking about is interesting in terms of <clears throat> what comes in the dreams. Excuse me. What you're talking about in terms of uh, as a dream coach and mm-hmm. people bringing you dreams yeah. and they can be very the message can be very clear as you listen to it, but the individual isn't clear on it. Right. And as coaches, whatever, or therapists, or body workers, or consultants, mm-hmm. or educators, or any of the fields that names we put on ourselves, yeah. our work is very similar in that we help people become clear yeah. what the next step is. Mm-hmm. Because that place of being having clarity enables us to step into the next action, which creates the changes that we want. Right. And so for me, as, although I am a business coach, People bring everything. Mm. They bring tarot readings, information mm. from dreams. They bring, you know, I'm I'm blessed with a client base that have um, are very alive and, yes. and engaged and committed, mm-hmm. and and they know that I honor whatever they're using f- 
to bring information to themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They can go to a business class or they can go to a psychic. They bring back the information. And we help clarify what's right for now because Mm -hmm. the most important thing to leave a session with is the next action. Yes. What's what's the clarity about the next That's action? Right. Because in the larger sense, the work that I do is help people become confident in being able to engage in their business in a way mm-hmm. where they can assess the situation, mm-hmm. gain that clarity, that heart, that mm-hmm. f- uh, felt sense of knowing yeah. that I think of as clarity, and then take action in the best way they know how Mm -hmm. and that's what makes it creative work right and by having the confidence in that kind of problem solving they begin to develop the ability to have business savvy Mm -hmm. even in the simplest form for the simple straightforward businesses they get confident one client when she was wrapping up with me she was a little hesitant and we we used the analogy that I'd been holding the back of her bicycle while she right. was riding her bicycle, right. and it was time to let it go. Mm-hmm. But I'm there right. if she stumbles or falls. So it's, right. I often work with people until they they get ready. Okay, let me see if I can do this by mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. knowing that. So we'll set up you know meeting once a month for right. a while instead of, and then filter right. it off. But I'm there for them to come back to. Mm-hmm. I have one man that's worked with me for seven years, and... For quite a while, he was every, you know, we saw each other a lot. And then mm-hmm. it went to the place that he comes back when he has a bigger project now. Yes. Recently, he sold his business. Oh, wow. And so he, you know, what it was like, okay, this is bigger than I can handle on my right. own. Right, And so he came back and we spent six months, trans, you know, clarifying, transitioning, handling yeah. all of the pieces that had to do yeah. with a project that big. Yeah. So the heart of my work, like the heart of many of our works, right is the helping the individual develop the confidence mm-hmm. and the competency with their own problem-solving skills around business. That's great. You know, I, I, listening to you talk, I'm just thinking how I you know, I've I've run my own businesses for 20 years and I it seems to me that about 3 quarters of uh, the question will I succeed? 3 quarters of it is based on well Am I confident enough to ask for help when I need it? <laughs> you know, because you can do a lot of stuff on your own, but knowing when, okay, I need to call in special forces here, you Absolutely. know, for a very limited time or maybe on a longer term, yeah. that to me is the indicator of success because that means that I or whoever, I'm willing to say, okay, this is what I have. It's not perfect. Yes. What's yes, missing? Yes. You know, yeah. help, me, help me on this right. next yes. piece. Which is interesting because it brings us all the way back around to business as a creative art form. Yes. If we think about what we would do if we were learning carpentry or sewing, we would approach it. We would have, we sometimes we'd plow ahead and handle it on our own. Yeah. Sometimes we'd go into a a shop or a store or somebody and ask somebody in there for help. Sometimes mm-hmm. we'd get a book, we'd go to workshops, mm-hmm. you know, but we would move along learning how to do it mm-hmm. and stumble and get back up. Right. It's when we stumble and immobilized and don't get back up that we lose time and energy. Mm-hmm. And so the ability to know when to ask for help, when to... Um, go do this, pull out the stitches, whatever it right, is, right. when to do what, enables us, that's where I, what I think of as business savvy, mm-hmm. is like developing that ability in business to um, approach it with curiosity and yes. fun in a certain way because we want to learn it. Now, 
granted, uh, most of us are not learning, many of my clients are not learning business because they want to. Mm-hmm. They're learning it because unless they learn a little bit about business and learn to handle this, they're not going to do what they love to do. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be effective in the way they envision themselves being. Yeah. So it isn't as much as interesting as going to learn the cello because you're drawn to it or learning, mm-hmm. or learning to write, going to poetry groups mm-hmm. and understanding the dynamics. So that's one piece. Yeah. But it starts with really reframing it so that right. you realize that it's not because you're flawed right. or you don't have the ability. It's because you just haven't learned the skills yet. Mm-hmm. And so finding the right place to begin right. to learn business skills. In the beginning of our conversation, you talked about playing the piano. Well, mm-hmm. nobody's good at playing the piano unless they actually practice. And to me, there's there's more to that analogy, which is that learning business, yeah, is like learning scales or just learning, you know, time signatures and doing that. But business savvy, which you just mentioned, is about getting the muscle memory. Like mm, you've good practiced point. it good enough point. so that, yeah, okay, that C scale, that's actually in my fingers. Right. It's in my fingers. I don't, I can rely on it like I rely on my hunch about business. What's the next thing? Where's a good marketing uh-huh. opportunity? That uh-huh. sort of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And it takes time and knowing that you can learn it. Uh, I had one client who I worked with her for a couple of years and I, I start out by always assessing. I want to find out what's working, what's not working, mm-hmm. to figure out where what is the next action. Right. And I sat down with her the second January that we were working mm-hmm. together, and she showed up with all of the information I'd asked a year ago, or mm-hmm. that she began to think in terms of the way I look at something. And that's uh-huh. beginning to develop that muscle, that savvy. Right. How do you assess the situation? Mm-hmm. What do you need to look at? What are the dollar signs? What are the pluses and minuses, yes. you know, I've got some really set things I ask over and over, and people yeah. start to learn it, and I think, you know, I begin, they, they, there's an evolution that's happening, Yes, but it's a really good analogy about scale, yes. learning that, yeah, memory in your body, you begin to get courage, and think about it if yeah. you're doing sewing, all of a sudden you get a little, you go in and you pick out a little more difficult pattern, Yes, right. and, and then a little more difficult, and then you're talking to your friends about it, and, and it becomes something that you're really proud about, yes. and especially if it's with it comes along um, the opportunity to really impact the world in the way mm-hmm. that we envision, we each envision mm-hmm. we can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can see how I like business. I enjoy business. That's well. That makes two of us uh-huh. in this very room at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, people! It may be catching. <laughs> uh, well. Thank you so much, Roberta, for, for speaking to me about, uh, you know, creating a business from our dreams. There's a ton more that we could talk about, but maybe the best uh, next step is to tell people how they can get in touch with you. Okay. I have a website, which is robertaryan.com. Okay. My phone number is 707-823-4130, and my email is Roberta at robertaryan.com. Great. And you do you do marketing classes and I have stuff. a I have a really remarkable class that's I have developed with Cynthia Riggs, uh-huh. another local business consultant. And we're moving into our third year. It's called Marketing from the Inside Out. Oh, great. It's been it's grown uh, we don't have a website yet. It's grown pretty much word of mouth mm-hmm. from our networks. But the next group starts in January. Oh good. We meet once a month for 10 months and we really provide real fundamentals mm-hmm. about business. Mm-hmm. She and I are very different. She's m- much more linear and 
um, action-oriented, where yeah. I'm more process-oriented. Mm -hmm. We're a good balance. Mm -hmm. It's a small group. We limit it to eight people. Mm -hmm. And that's it's a perfect program for somebody who has a fairly simple business, yeah. maybe limited um, limited resources mm -hmm. for learning business, but also wanting to get mm -hmm. some real fundamentals of how do you clarify what your business is, develop yeah. a marketing plan. Yeah. And then we've added to it in the last year, we've added a component about sales. So mm -hmm. we want we people leave with more confidence and skill at being able to convert potential clients into paying clients. Fantastic. That is the key right there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's Roberta Ryan at robertaryan.com. Great. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> that wraps up another Dream Talk Radio podcast. I'm Ann Hill, and you can find my past shows at dreamtalkradio.net and on iTunes. Be sure and join the Dream Talk Radio Facebook page or follow me on Twitter at Ann Hill to get announcements about future shows. Thanks for listening.